That's not fair. I said, I'm typing with one finger because I'm covered in oil. Fucking hell. Fucking hell fire. Fucking hell fire. Fucking hell fire. Yes, all right. Howdy and welcome to episode four of What's an Offside, the podcast where we try to educate someone who knows nothing about football. As always, I'm joined with my co-host, uh, a man whose dream it was to ride in the back of a mobile home, Mr. Dan Linney. Hello, George. Hello, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, don't that 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 was a that was a private dream that I shared with you in confidence, and I don't appreciate you <laughs> flouting it around the internet. Well, I, look, I haven't said anything derogatory. I've just said mm-hmm. your dream was to ride in the back of a mobile home, and it was. Uh, it was. It was, and it still is. I mean, I think people will, you know, we, what we want, we want people to relate, man, you know? You know we yeah. want to really you know, feel us in this thing. And I think people will agree. How excellent does it sound? You're in the back of a, you're on a long stretch of motorway. You're in a caravan that's attached to the back of a car, and you're just in the back, chilling for what, three hours, four hours? And that's, and you know, you're not going anywhere. You're perfectly safe. It just sounds like a wild time. I remember I, I, this. This came out because I remember us saying I saw, I saw this happen. I was on like a holiday to a like a you know like a Pontins kind of like scenario, a, like a, a Butlins, a, a Butlins, a Butlins a, deal, a rainy Wickham or something. Yeah, you know Bognor Regis, and um, <laughs> there was a kid in like a couple of lanes over living out my dream. Really? Yeah. Did he? Did uh, the kid know it was your? Is he like giving you the finger as you? Ah, he was giving me. Big middle fingers, you know, I'm fucking living your dream, Dan Lenny. I was like, how do you know my name? I, I, I was so, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that is my dream. That remains my dream. Well, maybe we can, uh, we'll see what we can do. Look, if there's anyone out there who's got a mobile home, is looking to go on a three-hour ride oh, <laughs> at any point. Yes, please. That would that would make this whole podcast worth it. if we get, So we, we didn't have any luck. I mean, obviously, because no one emails us anyway. No one tracked down the X Factor video for us. But if they can refocus their efforts this week into organising uh, the chance for me to ride in the back of a caravan um, on a stretch of motorway, then that would be fantastic. He can't tell his Lampard from his Lampardon. Yes, Doesn't it's work. Mr. Dylan Alcock. It does work. Lamp, lamp, Lampard, Lampard. Doesn't make any sense. It's crude. It's crude. Let's not make this podcast crude, all right? There's a lot of swearing in it. Fine. A lot of vulgarity. He's my friend. Yeah. He's Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hello. Yeah. Hi, All Dylan. Right. I think I injured my toe last night. <laughs> Doing what? Dylan, try and keep your sex life out of this podcast well, where you possibly I, can. I, I did this by turning slowly on the spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I literally, I felt a, I felt a, a sort of dull pain in my second toe on my right foot. And I thought, hmm, that's a bit uh, strange. I'll just turn a bit. And then I felt like the entire veins in that toe burst. And now I have a black toe. <laughs> so that's quite enough oh, uh, strenuous activity for, for one day, for one lifetime. I can Let's put you out of action for a few weeks. You won't be training. Well, I've got, well, exactly. I've got, I've got my foot on an ice pack as we speak. <laughs> uh, Dylan. Hmm. Quick question. Um, I mean, you know, my, my kind of... I'll, I'll go into further detail, but my overall question really is, um, what's your fucking problem? Because uh, I sent you a text in the middle of this week, and you haven't replied to it, even now. Oh, what about the football, th- the, the games? 
Yeah, about the football thing. That means he, yes. he read it. He definitely he's, he's read the text. I saw it. I read it. And I decided it wasn't important. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, text, I text Dylan basically saying Premier League's coming back and the schedule's going to be, I think they've changed now, but it's basically like Saturday, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, like loads of games on Saturday, loads of games on Sunday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. Sent Dylan a big text being like, and I'll be honest, I was, what I was fishing for was like a little screenshotable soundbite for Dylan that I could tweet. Right. Um, but he, he just didn't fucking reply. Just ignored me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I've, I've had a... I've had a jam-packed week, and I saw it and thought, "Look, I've got two options here. Either he's uh, he, either he's getting in touch because he wants me to uh, take an interest, but that would uh, significantly reduce the amount of material I have for this podcast at the end of every week." Which, which we've already learned is very fucking thin, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or I just, uh, you know, wait to discuss it with you now. But thanks for sending it. Um, no, that's fine. I read it, and it yeah. made uh, it made little <laughs> sense. I know that the games are on. Um, mm-hmm. now. That, that's covered then. All right, brilliant. Yeah. So there's your soundbite. You can use <laughs> that. That is, that is brilliant. I'll tweet that out as a wav. Thing is, you come across as, as the twat here, Dan, because he, he, he's, he's already said he read, the, he read the message. He looked at it and mm. thought, oh, yeah. no, I'm going to put that to one side and not deal with that. <laughs> Whereas a true friend, I text George, and he responded with immediate enthusiasm about the, uh, the fixture schedule that I text you about. But I tried to extend the olive branch to you, Dylan. And you snapped it off and threw it in my oh, well, face. Well, if you, if you send me a text this week, I'll, I'll, I'll reply to you. Fucking no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> you need to send him a text this week. I'll send yeah. you the fixtures this week, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the provisional Formula One calendar is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Right, Dylan. Uh, you know, I know how you love having no preparation time for anything. Oh, yeah. Uh so what I'm going to do, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try this. Right? I'm going to send you a clip now, right? It's a YouTube clip. It's a goal. It's only like a minute long. I mean, you can just keep going until the goal's scored. But I just want you off the cuff yep. just to commentate on this goal for me. Okay. Um, and George, George is going to try and guess what goal. I mean, the player that scores it is quite famous. So if you can, try not to say his name. Well, I'll watch um, it with the sound off. Watch it, yeah. Watch it with the sound off. I like, like the, the action starts immediately. So, get Dylan, get really close to the screen, well, well, so you can see it reflected in my glasses. Get those, <laughs> get those glasses really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't take them off because you'll be like uh, blurry I think... dot. Passes it over to blurry dot, and a goal from blurry dot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan, have you got yeah, it? Yeah, I've got it. Right. So he's, whenever you're ready, flicking, hit play on that kettle. and just just talk just talk us through the action. Okay, okay. So so here, let I me go. So. Let me whiz it back to the beginning. Glasses off. I've got my glasses off. There's no there's no there's no trickery here. Like, like a little frightened mouse, you look like now. <laughs> okay, so here's the beginning. The ball's bouncing, and the guy yep. in white kicks it right across to the other side. Here's a chap. Yeah. Dribbling with it, I believe. There's some lingo I know. Yeah. Oh, it's very back and forth. Oh, I say, and straight in from the from from beyond the middle, and there he goes running around celebrating. <laughs> Excellent. Referee looks confused. Oh my god! Oh, look at that. Oh, brilliant. That was very good. Is there a replay? Oh, I'm only yeah. halfway through. Maybe I can commentate it on again. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. a replay. Just to break it yeah. down for us again. Uh, so he's celebrating muchly. So yeah. So it looks like the guys in white have possession, and then it goes, and then it goes. Almost, they almost in, 
Then they push it right back to the middle again, and it goes right through, and the referee doesn't have a clue what is going on. He was taken really off guard there. Oh, look at that. Oh, he put all of his energy into it as well, and that referee dove. He dove. He dived. The referee? Hang on. Do you mean the goalkeeper? <laughs> Not the referee. I mean you the know, goalkeeper. I was, I was watching it myself. I was going like, I don't remember the referee having any kind of involvement. I'm just, I just tried... I, I'm just trying to make it especially <laughs> hard for you to guess. Well, George, you've had... And we've made it too easy. You've got almost too much yeah, information there. Oh, so what do we know? So it, many it's options. Some, it's a team in white and a team in red, and he's he's put all his bloody energy into a it. A team in white, a team in red, loads of energy, uh, hmm. a real back and forth. The refs decided to play a goal for this one, which you yeah. think I would remember that game. <laughs> yeah, I, that I, would I just be memorable. Don't, I can't remember the game where, where the ref went a goal, but uh, honestly... I haven't got a, yep. a fucking clue. I don't even know where to start. Well, Do you know what? Can I guess? Can t- I just guess what I think? Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. Tony Yaboa's goal for Leeds? No, it no. isn't. Okay. It was uh, it was Steven Gerrard's 30-yard volley in the FA Cup final against West Ham. Oh, don't. You cunt. <laughs> you should have known. That should have been the basis of your guess. I was just going to try and fuck you off. That's that's mean. That's like a little prank you've done on me there. You've you've showed me up. Yeah, I've and you've got, you. you've got Jack asked you. Also, Shaka Hislop's in goal. Yeah. I've never seen a referee six foot seven <laughs> with gloves on. He, do you know Shaka Hislop? I met him once in the TGI Fridays. He's so tall. I lost my balloon. I was young. I lost my balloon. Went right up to the ceiling. He pulled it down without even stretching, like the BFG. And handed it to me. Wow. Lovely man as well. He signed my shirt. Have you ever you ever met a footballer, Dylan? No, I haven't. I I the the only memory I have of encountering anybody who played football remotely um, professionally was somebody who came into our primary school once, um, trying to encourage us to join his uh, junior league, uh, and all I remember was he uh, kept on saying, "Okay." And then I was chatting with my teacher afterwards, and he said, oh, I think it's because he was nervous. So he was saying okay a lot to fill the silence. So, And if you want to email in saying who that footballer <laughs> might be, with, with yet again, the plethora of information he was, Dylan's He offered, was dressed in blue and yellow. I don't think. So. He was, I think he was doing it through the gates of the school. Oi, come here. <laughs> come over here. Oi. <laughs> I've got, got a, I've got, got a, a um, why, why? Little junior uh, league, uh, play the junior league. Oh. Teach you, teach you. Oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I've got oboe practice at six. I've got time to be in a junior <laughs> it really, league. It was really distressing because he kept on saying, okay. What, what, Not because of any other reason. Just like, okay as in in passing or everything was okay. Like, oh, okay. So he'd be like, so this is basically how it works. Okay, so uh, this is, this is what we do and we meet every uh, Wednesday. Uh, okay, so uh, there's this, that, uh, and the other one. He sounds like he was nervous. We need to, we, I need to know, I need to know who this man is. Right. We need to track down some friends of yours from school that can maybe tell us who this man was, Dylan. Yeah. Is there anyone you knew in the, from primary school that you still speak to now? Um, uh, not regularly, No. Well, you're gonna to have to bite the mm. bullet. He came along. He came along not out, not long <laughs> after the guy came in trying to tell us to do tag rugby. D- don't deviate. That's too much. Too much detail. Too much detail. Stick with one sportsman. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Funny story actually, because he came in, and I remember going to my teacher and actively. It was something that was compulsory that we had to do on something like a Wednesday afternoon, and I just said to my teacher, "I don't want to do it, and can I please not do it?" I did one session. <laughs> And I ended up being required to do 
some kind of IT thing. I can't remember what it was, but there was like two or three of us that had to do some computer club type thing. So I was like, oh, great, I can do that instead. Anyway, he got he got run out of the uh, place in the end because he uh, he manhandled somebody and hurt them. So that was the end of that. Get out. A computer club. <laughs> we made PowerPoints about our favourite bands and all this kind of thing. It was lots of fun. Um, Jesus. I've... Uh... I've, I've, in terms of meeting footballers, Dylan, mm. I just realised now this is actually a really good platform to, to finally kind of bring this up, um, and we can get some mm. some other people's opinions on the kind of the moral line of all this. Um, in about, well, when did we all meet? Two thousand and thirteen, fourteen. Very early on into knowing George, um, he made me a promise. Um, <laughs> he he said we were we were chatting about football, just just shooting the shit. Just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, yeah, actually, um, uh, I think he was trying to impress me, Dylan. Um, he- what, what, what's the voice? You can just do my normal oh, voice. Okay. Oh, yeah. So um, what happened is I'm actually best mates with Matt Ritchie, uh, the Bournemouth footballer. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, well, that's interesting. I mean, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of in the middle of the road footballer. But, you know, it's, uh, that's cool that, you know, yeah, yeah. And actually, um, next year, uh, I'm going to his wedding. I went, you're going to, wow, you're going to Matt Ritchie's wedding. You went, yeah, and I'm probably going to get a plus one. So, like, I, I ain't got a bird or nothing. So, you can come along to Matt Ritchie's wedding with me if you want. I was like, fucking, yes, please. That sounds, I'm going to meet Eddie Howe. I mean, you know, Dylan. Callum Wilson might be there. Mark Pugh. Um, and then, of course, many months on, I was there going, like, so what's, you know, I've been measured up for a suit. What's going on with Matt's wedding? He went, <laughs> and there was always an excuse, like, oh, yeah, I don't. Oh, I think he's like, I think he's just having a small ceremony. I, I think I've been uninvited. And, and it was like, oh, no, actually, I've got to go with my brother. And, of course, it just it, it dribbled away, and I never got to go to Matt Ritchie's wedding. And I, I've been holding it against George for the next six years. But he, he, prom- he promised that you He promised me, it. yeah. He said, he said, Dan, I promise. you will definitely come to Matt Ritchie's wedding. And, and, he went, said, <laughs> and you said, do and you I said, promise? I said, I said George, you, do you promise? And he said, yes, Dan, I promise. Yeah. I'm not exactly. lying. yeah. Dylan, let me tell you what actually fucking happened, okay. right? Yeah. What Dan's done is, well, Dan does this thing where he assumes he is involved <laughs> with everything good that's going on in your life. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I went to school with Matt Ritchie's brother. Matt Ritchie's getting married. He's friends with my brother. And depending on, I don't know where, because they're both him and his partner are from Gosport, where I'm from. They, they all went, they went to the same school and blah, 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 and they, you know, I was like, I could be invited to his wedding, you know, there's a big chance I could be invited to his wedding. And Dan went like, oh, well, there's a plus one. <laughs> and I said, well, there might be, you never know. You promise? <laughs> no, Dan, I don't promise. I don't promise at all in the slightest. I've never promised you. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to get my suit measured now. <laughs> And then, lo and behold, he got married in Cyprus or something like that with, like, just his family around. I've still got a card on my mantelpiece that just says, To Matt Ritchie, the Bournemouth footballer, and wife, happy wedding, love from Dan. And that card has gone unreceived to this day. <laughs> that's like that's like when you told me that you might be able to take me to the Stan and Ollie premiere. Shut uh, up. Shut up. I don't do that kind oh, of thing. I don't, yes. Shut up. And then, <laughs> and then in go. the end, I remember I somehow, it all sort of fell through. 
and I managed to go. I wangled away to go because uh, mm. my mate was uh, a member of the BFI or whatever. And I yeah. got there and I texted Dad. I said, hey, Dad, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Maybe we can see each other for a drink. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not there. Dylan, let's, let's, be, let's be very clear. I'm happy to do this little podcast with you in our bedrooms <laughs> on a Sunday. But when it comes to big boy shit, I don't know you, right? If you see me at a big event like that, fucking ignore me, all right? <laughs> Well, I had a marvellous evening without you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. All right, let's ask ourselves, what is Dylan's big question? No, we don't ask that. Well, we ask, could you do it? No, we ask, what did Dylan learn today? You, you're, fuck, no. you're fucking this right up. This not Dylan learned today. No, do no, but you, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you say, no, shut up. <laughs> 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 no, you say, let's ask ourselves at the end of the show, what did Dylan learn today? At this oh, yeah, point, yeah. we go like, it's time for, and I go like, Dylan's big question. How did I know you were going to come in with that? Because I'm on the ball. All right, okay. It's time for... Um, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, right. Well, we did a train last week, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Which we after? I we like the deep voice. Dylan's big question. Ooh. Okay, Dylan. What do you want to learn about? Okay, so my big question this week is: Who is the most attractive footballer? Whoa! Big question. And I've said I've said who is the most attractive because you might want to talk about ladies football. I've left that open for you. Oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to kind of you know. Let's let's not go down that road. Mix apples and pears. Yeah, here. come on. <laughs> um, not that you know. Just you know, I don't think I don't want to objectify them. All right, let's blood chill out. Yeah, come on, we're all equal. Let's. Come on, get over I'm it. Ch- I'm chilled out. Uh, who's yeah. the, who's uh, it seems to me you're the only one that isn't chill. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, <laughs> chill. Um, who's the most attractive footballer? Who's the most attractive? So, obviously, we can take that a couple of ways, can't we? Mm. Who's the be- Who's the best looking no, footballer? D- I mean, there's only one answer. Um, yeah, I mean, well, David Beckham. All right. What? Oh, David, David Beckham. <laughs> what? <laughs> You answered really. Oh, wait, there's only one answer. Kept it open and he went, yeah, David Beckham. Yeah, it's, oh, it's David right. Beckham, guys. Come on, move on. Next section. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, David Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's handsome? Um, attractive as in, like, who's attractive to watch? No. In who, no, like, no, no. In a purely objective. Yeah. Uh, oh, way. okay. All right. Um, David Beckham as well. David thing is, David Beckham is the easy answer because we've just been like he he is attractive. Mm. Like he is an attractive man. But he's just been he's been like he was like the model superstar footballer. He made himself that big of a celebrity. So he became he did all the Calvin Klein modelling stuff. He was doing that for years. And he married a pop star. Mm. He's also a nice man, isn't he, David Beckham? He's, he seems yeah. to be a lovely man, doesn't he? he seems to be I, a I don't know him personally. Um, but I met him once. We've done that bit. Wedding. We've done that bit. <laughs> I met him. Where? Uh, at a wedding, I think. <laughs> um, um, Olivier Giroud is very handsome. Is he? Yeah, look him up, Dylan. Dylan, give him a Google. Olivier Giroud. Right. He's a Frenchman uh, with a chiseled face and a tan. Oh. Olivier Giroud. Yeah, G-I-R-O-U-D. 
Do you remember, Dad, do you remember when I first referred to him as Oliver Ground? <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Ground! <laughs> Cretin. Oh, he's very, very angular. Yes. Yeah, exactly. he's not. Yeah, no, you took that as a positive. That's a he, negative. No. He's just, a bit just like. Just because you've a got a face like... like a fucking sweet potato doesn't mean that angular <laughs> isn't attractive. There's a picture here where he looks like Rylan Clark. He does look a little bit like <laughs> Rylan Clark, yeah. Um, okay, Dylan, Google Cess uh, Fabregas. Cess Fabregas is attractive. How do you spell Cess? He's more attractive than Oliver Ground. In some pictures, he looks handsome, and then in other pictures, less so. Yeah. Okay. He's got a bit of a slightly... A, a slightly... There's something with his eyes. Yeah, Dylan, glint. Dylan, what about... What about... Clint mm. Hill? Oh, that's a good... A good strong mm. name. Strong name, strong man, strong face, strong defender. Mmm. Mmm. Don't know about that. <laughs> Clint, all, all, all I'm getting is uh, somebody affiliated with the with the Kennedys. Uh, Clint Hill. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even come up. Yes, he does. Clint Hill. And uh, as we on PlayStation, Dad, Clint Hill fan. Uh, I, play, <laughs> I play Warzone, I play FIFA. Clint Hill. Yeah. Not Glint. Glint. I think, I think you like a square look, Dan. Yeah, you do. Shut up! Yo, you like a square look! Shut up! <laughs> um, I have another one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thierry Henry. Oh, that's somebody I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Attractive man. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> there you go. So, are we settled then? Um, I mean, you uh, both no, agreed on no. David Beckham. F- more. F- final answer... Um, okay, give your final answer, Dan. Who's the most attractive footballer? Um, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Yeah, so Ruben Loftus Cheek, Dylan. When the mm. was it the 2018? It was the World Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2018 World Cup. Ruben Loftus Cheek was responsible for pretty much every woman in England deciding to tune in to mm. the football. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah Ruben, uh, good But how did he lose his cheek, exactly? <laughs> no time for puns on this podcast, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, 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 I have him here. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, final answer. Yeah, uh, my final answer will be... Oh, it's really tough. Uh, Fernando Torres. Well, I think you have different tastes. There's themes to both things that you are uh, that you are selecting. Dan, Dan likes a strong British nose. Yeah. I think you like. I think I think you like more hair. Uh, I, I'm George. more medit- I like a more feminine man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I do. Whereas Dan <laughs> likes to be dominated. <laughs> Dan, Dan's into the kind of the bears. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll see what Dylan's poll is, but if it's shit, we'll just we'll just boycott it and do. Yeah, <laughs> who's who's prettier, Ruben Loftus Cheek or Fernando? Maybe we'll Torres. just ask that as a little side one. Yeah, who's who's better looking, Fernando Torres or Ruben Loftus Cheek? Sounds good to me. Dylan, I hope you learned something. I did, I did. That was enjoyable. Brilliant. Well, it's time for the book. Uh, same song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, put your fucking trousers on, come and have no, a look. No, 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 no. no what? 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 what, 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 Void of energy. You started like, you didn't even put your trousers on, can't it? Do it properly. Put your fucking 
Kitten Chats is on and come and have a look. Gather round the table, it's time for Dylan's book. Ooh. I hope I can turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> very loud in my ear. All right, it's time for the book then, Dylan. Okay, here new, it goes. It's new book, yeah? New book, ma'am. On one of my first days at West Ham as an apprentice, I was drilled by Tony Cotty. <laughs> he was one of the club's best players at the time, the number nine, and one of my tasks was to take care of his boots. I remember being in the boot room, savouring the smell of Dubbin and having a laugh, giving it loads of banter when I heard someone shouting my name. I came out and saw this five-foot-nothing stocky geezer standing there. Tony Cotty. Where's my fucking boots? He said. <laughs> what boots? I said. You're my boot boy. Where's my boots? He said. I said they were hanging on his peg in the boot room, where I'd been told to put them. He said, I want my boots with my training kit, wet top and tracksuit in my place every morning. When I said that wasn't my job, he got angry. You're my boot boy and you'll do what I fucking say. And then he walked off. So every day that year, Tony Cotty had everything just exactly the way he wanted. Because that's the way it was. Oh, excellent. So, uh, <laughs> newly Scottish Tony Cotty there. Co- Cotty uh, Scott, Tony Cotty. So, so let's just pedal back. Um, this player, he was drilled by Tony Cotty on day one. Yes, he was. Um, he was Tony Cotty's boot boy and, I mean... Scottish Cotty wasn't happy with the service he was yeah. providing. Uh, any ideas who we're talking about? This here? is tough because Tony Cotty was at West Ham twice. He let was... me just let me just declare an interest before you guess. Okay. Um, so I mean, I've got I've got a finite amount of footballers' autobiographies at my house. Sure. I've now been delving into Kindle. Um, yeah. And this, so like, when, if you type in footballers' autobiography into Kindle, you can get a few kind of extracts. This is from the kind of free sample, and I really hope you get it right because otherwise I'm going to have to buy the fucking book and then find <laughs> another sample. And it's like it's like two ninety nine, and you know times are tough. Um, oh god, that makes me not want to get it right. Uh, oh, I don't know, Adele. <laughs> um, uh, Tony Cotty was at West Ham in the eighties, and then he came back in like the the early sort of mid nineties. I'm going to assume that you're not diving into any players in the 80s. But as a young lad in the mid-90s, this is really tough. I'm, I've got two. Maybe I can guess both. No. And then, oh, okay. Well, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, well, you know, I care All about right. the, the validity of the game over my own personal wealth. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know which one it is. All right. Uh, I'd like to guess... Is it Joe Cole? Who would buy Joe Cole's book? Me? Joe, Joe Cole doesn't have a book. It would be half colouring in if Joe Cole had a book. Of course it's not <laughs> fucking it, Joe Cole. Is it Michael Carrick? No, it's not Michael Carrick either. Stop guessing. Wrong. Oh, I'm going to have to buy it on Kindle. Congratulations. Well done. I'm, there. I'm down to the tune of three quid. <laughs> Brilliant. No, it wasn't Joe Cole or Michael Carrick. So That's so annoying. You'll be hearing more from that footballer via Dylan Orcock next week pissed off now 
That was <laughs> put your fucking trousers on and come and have a look. Gather round the table, it's time for Dylan's book. I missed the jingle for Dylan's slang. Oh, Dylan's slang's coming back, so don't you worry. So, where do we do where do we do slang? Oh. In fact, let's do slang let's now. Let's do slang now, yeah. Go on then, do Dylan's slang. Dylan's slang <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> good old. <laughs> um I actually haven't prepared Dylan's slang, so let me just think of one now on the fly. <laughs> um Dylan the slang this week, I don't think we've done this already. No, we haven't. The slang this week is park the bus. What does it mean to park the bus? Uh, to refuse to play. <laughs> Can you give me any more? Put, put, it in, put it in a scenario for me. Put it in context. So I imagine that the reason why I came to that conclusion is mm. presumably if you're playing away, you will get on a bus and go there. <laughs> So if they decide to park the bus, they ain't playing. The footballer climbs into the front seat, pushes the driver out and puts it in park. Listen, we're not, we're not likely to win this one. Park the bus. <laughs> I mean, the, the phrase, we're not likely to win this one, park the bus, is correct. Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's just wrong. You, you're just wrong. You're just wrong, um, mate. You're just wrong, mate. Just wrong, mate. Um, Go more into a footballing context. Obviously, you have to play. But what would cause you to park the bus? Yeah, it, it's it's something that happens on the pitch. You park the bus on the pitch. Uh, um, <laughs> doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't care less. Oh. <laughs> Taking up his fucking time. He works all through the week and he just tries to spend <laughs> Sunday and Saturday with his girlfriend. And we were going like, go on, guess park the bus. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you take a pause in the game because someone is injured? <laughs> why the? F- why would that be part of the why bus? Part of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, part of the bus basically means um, your kind of your tactic, your formation is just to put all of your players behind uh, the ball and just defend. Oh, defend like defend. oh. If you park so you the bus you, you, in, front in front of the, of the goal, goal. So, you know, if, yeah. if you're, Nobody would score. If, if, if me and you were playing a game, Dylan, one aside, me versus you in the park, um, and I think that the most logical thing for you to do would be to park the bus and just concentrate on your defending because of my superior attacking prowess. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Well, that explains that. There yeah. you go. You probably learned more about football there than you did in your big question. <laughs> <laughs> I liked a little right. slag. I, uh, I just couldn't get out of it being a substitute for hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about bets. Let's talk about bets, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. All right, uh, the bets. So, <laughs> something a little different here this week. Obviously, Premier League's coming back soon. We did Germany. We're not doing it no. again. Uh, if that can, go. I, I tried to, first of all, my initial idea was to find the best games around the world that were being played and put them into one. But there, there are none. They're all, they're all shit. Uh, so what I've done is I've picked out some classic games. And all I've done is given Dan and Dylan the year that they were played and they had to guess the score. Uh, the bets this week, obviously I couldn't predict, I couldn't go and find odds for, for these. 
So I've just made yeah, it up. I, th- I think you do that every week anyway. I don't believe that you have an odds checker or you do any of that shit. I think you're making it up. I definitely no, have I, th- I think you pull the figure out of your ass on the spot. I've long suspected No, I, I really don't. I have it written here. Uh, this one is pulled out of my ass. And Dylan, you're playing for £120. <laughs> Barely worth him filling in the bookie slip. <laughs> oh. £120. What are you going to spend that on, Dylan? That's like a nice meal at a, at a restaurant I wouldn't normally go to, isn't it? The full three courses and a bottle of wine. You can't go to a I restaurant. Think. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll save it for when I Maybe can. Maybe never again. Maybe they'll never reopen. You're going to save <laughs> £120 for like five months down the line? We, we've never been restricted before in terms of, you know, we've been on pedalos together. <laughs> we've, uh, <laughs> I've, bought, I've bought and restored I, a classic car. I time-traveled car. last week. I've been to the lakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not true, restricted right? by the lockdown in this fictional <laughs> world of nonsense. So you're going for like proper slap up, or are you going to like Frankie and Benny's or something? Oh no, no, like Frankie proper Benny's slap is up. proper slap up. Like it is yeah. to you. Cheesy nachos. <laughs> it is to you. Yeah, I know. Oh wow! Can't believe it's my birthday. And they're singing a song for me. I went to TJ Friday. It's my birthday once. <laughs> Yeah, I know you did. I'm, I'm assuming you did. I'm assuming your family No, did. no. I, TGI I is, was, is a bit upscale. I went when I was 21. For your birthday? Yeah, it's fucking shit. Uh, but good news. You might not need to go to TGI Fridays, Dan, because you're playing for 2.8 million... <laughs> yes! Vietnamese dong. Ah! Uh, <laughs> is that individual dongs, or...? Dong is the overall... Co- they pay in dong. Okay. Um... I've got my eye on a jacket at the minute that's £95. How many dong would it cost me? If you're buying it in Vietnam, you probably buy that jacket 50 times over. I only need one. Then you've got loads of money left, Dan. Okay, well, give me, you know, give, give me the... What's, what's the currency conversion? How many pounds in a dong? I don't know. I don't Have know. you made up the currency? Uh, no, Vietnamese dong is a real currency. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't look at it. I, I just It's Vietnamese dong. 2.8 million Vietnamese dong. Yeah. Um, have they got Frankie and Benny's in Vietnam? No, they don't. Uh, TGI is then, or? Uh, they have their own, because their weekend doesn't fall on a Friday, like on a Saturday and Sunday. Theirs falls on a Monday, Tuesday. What's what's they, it called? Well, TGIS, obviously. They thank go, God oh, it's... thank God it's Sunday, because Monday, oh, okay. Tuesday's coming up. It's our weekend. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go down to TGI Sundays. <laughs> um and 2.8 million dong i'll have um i haven't been in years I, I i the last time i remember attempting to go into a tgi fridays i went into one in the o2 arena about a year ago and the whole place was just sticky and uh, yeah, it's it, a bit it, gross it put, isn't it? yeah it's gross and tgi's put me off um i am going to you know actually i'll, I'll just go to the hungry horse in vietnam then i'll get something there <laughs> get yeah, like uh, burger and chips nuggets uh, garlic <laughs> bread coke and big ice cream at the end please uh, burger chip nugget burger chip nuggets <laughs> <laughs> burger chips and nuggets you burger fat chi- bastard hello mister can I please take your order burger chips nuggets please <laughs> <laughs> me and dad also realised the other day you know when you call a Chinese and you get 10 sweet and sour chicken balls and chips it's it's the, it's basically just the adult equivalent of chicken nuggets and chips. That's all you're buying. It's the only Hello. place where you're allowed to buy chicken nuggets and chips and it not be weird. Big big nuggets and chips, please. Can I have big adult nuggets and some <laughs> chips, please? 
get 10 of them as well. They're massive. That's huge. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Is that what yeah. you get here, Chinese? No. I don't I, know I, I, my, my current rig from a Chinese fried shredded chili beef. Oh, I like that. It's good. Yeah, it's good, yeah. right? Bar- barbecue spare... Let me finish my fucking order. Oh, barbecue spare... Shut up. Barbecue spare ribs. <laughs> Stood behind you in the kitchen. Oh, that's a good <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Shut up. Oh, I think I'll have one of those as well. If you put it in the oven, I'll put another one in. <laughs> um, barbecue spare ribs. Brackets dry. Close brackets. And uh, salt and pepper chips. Spare ribs is not is not Chinese. Well, I ordered it from Chinese, so... Yeah, so chicken nuggets and chips. Big nuggets, you chicken nuggets and chips. What do you get, Dylan? I assume yours is quite exotic. Oh, I usually get crispy shredded beef and I get chicken fried rice. I can't, whatever I get, I get chicken fried rice with it. But the thing is, the, the conundrum and, and, and the stress is that a chicken fried rice, depending on where you go, is sometimes a meal and is sometimes a side. Mm. So if it's a meal, I'll just get chicken fried rice on its own, which I enjoy very muchly. But I like crispy shredded beef. I, I agree, I agree, Dan. Mm, it's uh, <laughs> what? Just chicken fried rice. If it's a meal, it comes rice with like for a dinner sauce tonight, darling. With veg and stuff and, and all that kind of thing. Sometimes it's a meal. Do you ask them? Is it meal rice or, or just like side rice? <laughs> yeah, if it's not clear, I will ask them. Is it like a, a meal? Like a meal or what? Is it just like rice in a packet? If you're gonna do Dylan. Do Dylan's voice. We don't want any confusion. Sorry. That's that's your voice you're doing there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm annoyed on the phone. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm bringing it up on behalf ask of Dylan. Ask if it's a meal. George, ask if it's a fucking meal. <laughs> Is it a fucking meal? <laughs> <laughs> Muscat will not get a booking or a sending off because he's too fucking sly. Let's do Dylan's poll question. Oh, yeah, okay. Dylan, the, the poll went berserk. It did, it went mental. Oh, did it? Um, have yeah. you got the, have you, I, I can't. I've got it, I've got it here. Go. So, you asked last week, you said, who is the bigger club out of these two? Dylan wants to know. Burnley or Blackburn? And we had 55 votes. Oh, wow. That's very good. Yeah, we had 55 votes. Um, Burnley came in at 31% and Blackburn at 69%. So, unanimous winner is is Blackburn, your beloved Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, well, there you go. The lies all these years have uh, have got some credence. That's excellent. That is a landslide. That yeah, they did. They Blackburn battered them. Mm. I knew that would be the case. Do you agree? Do you think Blackburn are better? Yeah, I, t- yeah. I do. I I voted. Did you? Yeah, I voted. I'm allowed to vote. Oh, I would have voted, but then I thought it wouldn't have uh... No, you're not allowed to vote. Oh, right. I would have mm. voted You're for Blackburn, the only person though. What's your, what's, your, what's your question this week, then? So my question this week is a bit more off the wall. Ooh. It's about it's about cars, but it's related to football. So I said, which car would a football player be most embarrassed to drive? A smart car or a Fiat 500? This is the thing. I'll, I will do it. We'll do your question. But... <laughs> With with Burnley Black with the Burnley Blackburn question, I can just see people like just kind of on Twitter like flicking through like oh who's bigger Burnley Blackburn or Blackburn and scrolling on. As soon as they get, if a footballer had a car, what car? <laughs> fuck, I'm not reading any more of this. Is he so Jamaican? Be, the, <laughs> if a footballer had a car, what car would you be most embarrassed to drive? A smart car or a Fiat 500? Um, it's not. It's be, not really a football question. You've you've crammed the word footballer in there. 
Stop trying to make it about cars. Well, look, you can either you can either have that question or you can have the most attractive footballer question. So I'm interested to know the answer to either. That's the most attractive footballer. Most attractive footballer. I don't care about cars. No. I think the answer would be smart car. A smart car. They make millions mm. and millions of pounds. You could drive a Fiat 500. Sure, it's got a bad reputation, but a smart car is just silly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I remember once, and and, uh, just because it's the only sport sport I know anything about, I I know, um, I remember once uh, David Coulthard, the F1 driver, uh, got ribbed mercilessly for about six months because he got seen driving around in a smart car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Is that meant to be banter? Was that F1 that's, banter? That's, that's an F1 in-joke. Stop, stop F1 uh, bantering. Well. Stop trying to make us feel inadequate. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> to leave me feeling, feeling inadequate. Oh, feel yes. bad now. Yes, I can take a pause for a tear. A pause for a tear. We, we can park the bus on that situation, can't we, Dylan? Ah, ah. Yes, yes, we can. Park it in front of me, please. <laughs> so, protect, protect me from the abuse. <laughs> All right, so this week we're going to ask who is the most attractive footballer, well, or who's more attractive between Fernando Torres and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, and David Beckham isn't one of no, them. No, no, no. Beck's, Beck's, in, Beck's in involved. Beck's can stay out of it a bit. All right. Um, let's do our predictions then. Dan, this is where you do... No, oh. no, I don't want to. No, I'm not doing no, it. Don't want to. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing. Thing is, if I do it, yeah. I'll feel this rage inside of go me. On like, no, go actually, on. Actually, no, I will do it. Go no, on. I will do it. Go on, then. What did we do for the first time we I did I don't know. It? You want to do the song like all of a sudden, so come up with something, mate. <laughs> <laughs> also, you say, uh, <laughs> if you've got a predilection. No, it's for your predilection. What does predilection mean? Oh, you know, it's like for your, your taste, your... You know, Dylan. It's not a word I use very often, actually. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> it's not a word that exists, actually. Th- this is coming. This is this is coming from a man who tried to send me a text this week that contained the word commentary and spelt it C O M E T R Y. Commentary. That's not fair. I said I'm typing with one finger because I'm covered in oil. No further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> here you go. So so here you go. Predilection. A preference or a special liking for something mm. or a bias in favour of something. And the example that Google gives, your predilection for pretty girls. Mm. So you've got a predilection for, for, for predictions. That doesn't make sense. Shut up. Like I said, this week I've picked classic games and it's their job uh, to guess the score. I've given them the year. Also, Dylan... Because last week we've actually, I actually received a complaint last mm. week that you finished on zero points. Somebody was really not happy about it, and I feel bad. Oh, what? Because they said you were too harsh on me. They were right. Who was this person? I want to thank them personally. <laughs> Dylan, you're able to score some more bonus points mm. um, in this game if you can guess why the game was a classic or what made it so special. Okay. Yes. So the first game we have, I gave you England versus Sweden. In 2012, the score was 4-2. To who? To Sweden. Yeah. uh, Oh. Sweden 4, England 2. So that means, Dan, you score a point. And Dylan, you're able to score a little bonus point here if you can tell me what was so special about the game. I don't know. Was it it the decider of a a championship or a World Cup or something? Doesn't make sense. Nope. Wrong. Uh, Just like predilection, it doesn't make sense in this context. Uh, 
it was special because Ibrahimovic, who played for Sweden, scored all four goals, and he scored a really big overhead that like a bicycle, like a bicycle kick, overhead kick. Uh, well, how far out was that? It was probably about thirty odd yards out. Far out, dude. It was yeah, great. Uh, yeah. The next game we have is two thousand and five, Man United versus Arsenal, and. Dan, you've gone for 4-2 Man United. Yeah, I think I watched this game on PL Retro on Sky On Demand the other day. No, you didn't. Oh, fucking hell. It's no, the you fucking... Didn't. Oh, oh, I'm such a cockhead. It's the fucking 50th... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, you went for Man United 1, Arsenal 3. Uh, so, Dan, you score another point. <laughs> uh, Dylan, for a bonus point, why was it so special? You've been given a little clue there. The, 50, the 50th summit. <laughs> He's not going to get it. <laughs> no, so, so, something. 50th, <laughs> summit. Summit. Um, oh, I don't know. It'll be the 50th anniversary of something. Will it? No, uh, I can't give you that. It was Boat. It was the, they broke Arsenal's unbeaten record. So Arsenal had gone four, 49 games unbeaten. This was going to be their 50th. Uh, and May United beat that record. That's right, if, if, I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. What are the scores then in your nil. stupid, uh, complicated game? Yeah, it's only 2 0. But Dylan only scores oh, a okay, bonus cool. point. It's not convoluted. Where's my, you, where's my opportunity you, for a bonus point? Of no, it's not your game. It's not for you, Dan. You're here as just a, a lamppost. <laughs> Sounds unusual. It's, it's normally for me. Okay, 2015, Chelsea versus Bradford. Um, Dan, you've gone for Chelsea 1, Bradford 4. Dylan, yeah, I think that was the 2-0 score. 2-0 Chelsea, which makes sense. The score was Chelsea 2, Bradford 4. Ah. Dylan, why was the game so... Uh, well, if it's that way around, uh, because Bradford won? Do you know what? I'm going to give you a point. It It's 3-1. I'll give you a point. It's very vague. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll give you the actual definition. After going two goals down, yeah. lower league Bradford came back to win 4-2 at Stamford Bridge. So they did it away from home. And that's what you said. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, you said it very... It was a bit vague, but I gave him the point. <laughs> I like this new kind of, kind of model of the, uh, of the game. Very good. Uh, 2004, Greece versus Portugal. Um, Dan went for 2-0 Greece. Dylan went for 4-0 Portugal. Oh, you poor lamb. The score was 1-0 Greece. <sighs> uh, Dylan, why was the game so bloody ruddy special? Um, I Greece... Underdogs. I thought Portugal was very good. The definition here says underdogs Greece win the 2004 Euros. Yeah. No. You've said Greece are underdogs. No. I'm going to give you a point. Because no. the whole point is that Greece won the Euros. Don't give it. He said, he said the key word in it. I'm going to give him a point. <sighs> All right. You're winning 4-2. <laughs> Calm down. But I mean, if, if, if Dylan gets the last result and I don't, and he wins, there'll be a fucking <laughs> stewards inquiry. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, the last game is the 2018 game between Korea Republic and Germany. Dan, you've gone for 2-0 Korea Republic. Again, I remember it. Yeah, so why were you moaning when you know the next game is the Korea Republic <laughs> and you know you got the score right? <laughs> Dylan went for 7-0 Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <But> idiot. <laughs> I, I, I what, on what I've written down because of my misunderstanding of the rules, uh, I put a reason for every single one. Uh, and I put yeah. uh, Germany 7, Korea 0. And I've written Germany, the reason... Germany destroyed Korea, and destroyed I've put in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you want to have another guess, or is that going to be? Uh, what? So why? So why <laughs> Korea what, what, won? What made the game um, special? Like... I've never even heard of Korea playing football as a country. 
So is it because, again, they're unlikely favourites to win? You can't just wing that for three rounds and be like... Yes, I can. I can and I will. Uh, basically, the current holders of the World Cup, Germany, were eliminated in the group stages. Uh, and their loss came to the Korea Republic, who were... who were uh, they, they weren't terrible, but they weren't on Germany's level. They weren't likely to beat Germany. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, at the end of the predictions round, Dan steamrolls another week mm-hmm. uh, with a score of Dan 5, Dylan 2. Oh, he's in the danger zone for a no-pointer. He really is. <coughs> Which actually leads us on to interesting facts. So, Dylan, you've got two points. This fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Bloody yeah. good. <laughs> what's, what's Dylan's current highest score? Uh, he's probably in week one yeah week one he scored four um so yes so the fact this week you always have the option of picking a fact about uh the uh writing and creation of doctor who in the 1970s however uh this week's uh alternative option or b-side uh to the uh, fact is uh a fact uh, since my mention of muscat went down so well last week about sparkling wines <laughs> <laughs> what was the first one again oh the doctor who one george Oh yeah, I really, really, really don't want that one. Yeah, okay. Do you want to do the yeah. do the wines one? Let's have Muscat. Um, Dylan, stop fucking around with the first one. I don't want it. Nah. Give me sparkling wine. Yeah, sparkling wine, please. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is uh, an explanation for you as to the question. Uh, I'm going uh, to really try and listen this week. Sorry, because yeah, I don't same. normally listen. I'm, I'm really going to try and focus. Please do. In don't here. get distracted. Yeah. Okay. Look, look, it's it's the sort of thing that you might want one day pull out at a sophisticated dinner table. Mm. So listen in. Um, th- this is um, uh, about why champagnes uh, are are more expensive, basically, than proseccos, and it's all to do with the way that sparkling wines are made uh, and how they are made sparkly. So uh, a champagne is made by something that is called the uh, traditional method, uh, which means that it's all bottled up and it's all left in the bottle to ferment. But in order to make it uh, fizzy and sparkly, uh, somebody manually turns each bottle around. It's to do with turning it around uh, that gives it its fizz. So this is the traditional method. It's been done the same way for a very long time. So other wines that are champagne-like in quality, uh, English sparkling wine <laughs> is very expensive, and that is why that is uh, that is why that is um, so uh, very uh, <laughs> absolutely lovely. And also, uh, you have uh, Carver as well, uh, which is a lovely cheaper alternative to uh, champagne or cremants and this kind of thing, which are a traditional method. But Prosecco is made by uh, doing it in a big tank, and the big tank rotates <laughs> instead. So it's a cheaper process to make, meaning that wine is cheaper. Asti is also made in this way. Uh, but if you were ever to drink a sparkling red wine, uh, that is done uh, by injecting the, uh, the uh, resultant fluid uh, with gas, uh, which is why it goes flat. Uh, at a moment's notice, and that is some information for you. And many facts, in fact, rolled into one, worthy surely of a of a bag of a bag of juicy points uh, 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 about sparkling it's, wine. It's, it's, it's like an SAS torture method. It's <laughs> I, I just, I just, what are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I didn't gleam anything. Something about turning the bottles round and a big tank and oh. I bet I bet your teachers at school wanted to give you a good slap. Dad. I, bet that's <laughs> I was a I model mean. student. 
Oh yes, I'm oh. sure. Like if 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 I knew this is where like the the standard of this segment was going to go, I'd have given a point for the owl fact early on in the podcast. Yeah, I feel bad now. Give it yeah. <laughs> I thought that I thought the bar was going to get high. It seems to be. It's it's actually remarkably hard for me to think of a fact that uh, <laughs> that I kind of think what's something that you won't already know. Me me oh. and me and George, uh, like you've got to consider the fact that you know it, just on this episode alone, what are things we've been thrilled by? Being in the back of a caravan on a on a motorway, <laughs> ordering big nuggets and chips from a Chinese restaurant, and the thought of going to a mid level Premier League footballer's wedding. Play to your audience. There's, there's no, there's no facts in those things. However, you say that, told but... us about how the size of a chicken nugget has gone from a kid's size to adult size nugget. You might have got more points. So give us nuggets or something. Give us nugget facts next week. Well, what I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to have a fact that I know. I don't want to look up a fact in advance of this that no, I don't even know. True. We we would yes thank you I'll ru- I'll run out eventually though I've only got five so you know in two weeks I'll uh, I'll head to Wikipedia for you and find something yeah. the, pro- the problem for me was I started laughing as soon as you said oh you might um you might use this as- at a sophisticated dinner party knowing full well that we've just been discussing big chicken nuggets and chips <laughs> and you go like and for you sir uh, do, do big chicken nuggets and the chips please. So they turned the taps uh, around. <laughs> <laughs> the bo- George, the, the bottles, oh, darling, the sorry, bottles. No so taps were mentioned. Uh, you put the tanker. <laughs> Sir, please put some trousers on. <laughs> no, and then they turned the bottles upside down, right? Okay. <laughs> Are you getting on the bus or not, mate? <laughs> <laughs> um, i tell you what, Dylan, I, I have... <laughs> um, Dan, are you going to give a point? No. <laughs> I actually text Dan the other day. Little, you you might be lucky here, Dylan. I've actually text Dan about two days ago, yesterday, and said, you know what? I like wine. I like wine now. I like yeah. I like I like white wine. And I was looking to learn something about uh-huh. wine. Uh, I'm looking to learn something about wine, Dylan. And. That didn't help me at all. <laughs> Dylan, do you recommend a good starting wine? Uh, a, what, a good starting white wine? Yeah, I, I like white. I don't like red. I like white. Um, so the thing with wine is, I would say that uh, you always have to find the style that you like. So with white oh, wine, how are we you, doing this you, again? you will vary Shut on, up, uh, sweet, on sweeter, softer <laughs> styles or really acidic styles. So acidic styles are like a Sauvignon Blanc or a Pinot Gris. <laughs> uh, otherwise... At, What's Echo Falls? That's probably a blend of a million different things. Oh, really? Yes, I would recommend uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Anything, anything from uh, anything from New Zealand is very good if you can get something cheap. Is what I would thank say. Thank you, Dylan, uh, and that scores you a point in my eyes. Excellent, thank you, Dylan. You end today on one point. Ah, well done. Thank Just you. Fully deserved, I think. Thank you. I can't. I'm so excited to do it all again next week. <laughs> Just before, just just before we go, um, so I had an email Ooh. come in, right? Um, I'm I'm gonna be. It's quite a long email, mm-hmm. uh, so it's coming from a burner email, angrylistener2 at gmail dot com, um, and obviously, you know, we we can fairly assume that it's one of the the nine people we know that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the gist of it is this. Excuse me. Um, sorry, I got a big burp. <laughs> there we go. 
Um, the gist of it is this. Uh, Dear Watson Offside, I'm afraid I have a complaint. I was led to believe that your podcast exists to answer the unfathomable question of what is an offside. I've now been listening for three weeks without fail, and in all 132 minutes, you do not seem to have answered this question. Um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, your podcast is inaccurate, misleading, and deceptive. I understand you previously mentioned the answer may be boring or long-winded, in which case I would firmly suggest that you use your supposed wit, charm, and intelligence to make it not so. Currently, I'm believed to think it's this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to hearing you rectify this at your earliest convenience. Right, here's the thing. We set up this Gmail account in good faith, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to send an email, like we've had emails saying, oh, can you ask Dylan this? Or maybe try the John Barnes episode. Don't come on this podcast and try and steal the limelight away <laughs> from us, all right? Don't set up a burner email and try and get your own fucking jokes in the show. If you want to be funny, start your own podcast. Right? Don't come in here and try and muscle in on our patch. So... Uh, big loser there who's taken the time to set up a burner email and count up the collective minutes the podcast has lasted for. Um, fuck off, I think, in a, in a phrase. They wanna, so fuck they're you. disappointed because they want to know what the offside we, rule is. Yeah, we, we haven't done, like, you know, they've, they've listened to all three podcasts and they are yet to know what well, an offside surely is. Surely when I found out what an offside imagine getting to the end and my what did Dylan learn today is I learned what an offside is. Surely people would think that's oh, the end wow, of the yeah. season. Um, whoever you are, what is he, angry, what's his name, Angry Listener 2? A- angry Listener 2 at gmail.com. What did they do with Angry Listener 1? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Look it up yourself. There's a million yeah, fucking fuck videos on how, learn what an offside is. There's so many pages on the internet go to a library i don't care where you get your information you're not going to yeah. get it here this is for no. dylan's education and not for yours so angry listener two, just fuck off dylan do you want to get in on this volley of abuse for angry listener two at gmail.com well i think i think all i can say is if i was the bbc spokesman i would say um you know w- with regards to the format of the show we don't think that uh, it would work and it would actually harm your entertainment uh, that you get from the piece uh, rather than add to it uh, so thank you for your suggestion uh, but no is what i would say yeah, yeah. Mm. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I feel yeah. that as well. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck yeah, off. Fuck yeah, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly right. That's, that's actually... That's off the yeah, I was just about to say exactly the same off. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to ask ourselves, what did Dylan learn today? What did Dylan learn today? What did he learn today? I learned today that football fans do not care what cars footballers drive. That's what Dylan learned. That's what Dylan learned today. Stop doing my bit. What? You you introduce what you do the song. I'm not doing it anymore. Well done, Dylan. Good learning. Dylan, you ended on two points. Uh, Obviously, on our way out, we're going to uh, ask you to perform a song. We're going to give you a sentence. Uh, Dan's going to give you one. I'm going to give you one, and you're going to pick between us, and you're going to write a thirty-second number about it. Dan, do you have a sentence? Yeah, the sentence is gonna be. Um, Thank you. Thanks. Where's my invite to Matt Ritchie's wedding? Uh, I'm gonna take. Park the bus. There's an injury. Shit. <laughs> They're both quite good this week. I thought. That. Dylan, the guy's a fucking bully, man. Just. I'm not a bully. He's such. No, a... you, you know that I'm actually quite reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Said the psychopath. I'm actually very reasonable. I'm actually uh pretty reasonable guy when i pretty, get my way pretty reasonable guy if you don't <laughs> fucking tread on my toes what are you picking dylan 
Oh, I like the invite to the wedding. I'm sorry, George. I came into yes! this. I came into this just saying whatever George says, I'm going to pick his this week because no, I've no, you picked. Didn't. No, because you didn't. I've picked. Because I've picked. I've picked Dan's three weeks on the mm-hmm. trot. I know. Mm-hmm. The thing is, George, is they're always really good. They're always really perfect for performing a song around. But but I'm I, you know I'm 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 immediately met with ideas. So so Dan, it is. Where's my invite to Matt Ritchie's wedding? Correct. Um. Imagine if I cut out all of the Matt Ritchie stuff. If, if we cut out all of the Matt Ritchie stuff, you could record me <laughs> saying, you know what, I'm going to do, park the bus, there's an injury, and then, and then you, can, you can just change it. <laughs> Dylan, I don't care if you bring the most interesting fact in the world next week. Don't expect a fucking point from me. <laughs> all right, so as always, I'm going to say goodbye to Dan. Bye, Dan. Uh, for, for like, like on Twitter, like on Instagram, subscribe it, send me an email. Oh yeah, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Don't yeah. send angry emails, but yeah, follow us on Twitter. Cause tell your tell tell is. your mates as well. Not none of your shit mates, like your ones that have got a sense of humour. Don't tell not him. Don't tell him, but tell him. Yeah, don't don't tell that one. But yeah, don't tell that guy. He'll like but, it. He'll, yeah. The other one will like it. Uh, are you gonna say bye? Oh, hang on. No, we haven't mentioned our dads. They'll be they'll be disappointed. Oh, also, I'd just like to mention my mum. Mm. I need to because she's in my ear. What now? Is she, fe- is she feeding you all your best lines? <laughs> no, she keeps going like, why do you keep mentioning dad and not me? That is exactly what my mum said. <laughs> it's like, well, you're, just, you're, not, you're not being brought up in no. the right way. Um, uh, more on this next week. And next week I'll tell you about the time that William Gallas threw a belt at my mum. Yes! <laughs> I love this one. All right. Uh, I don't have any stories related to footballers and my mum, so I'm going to make one up about the time that my mum was involved in a fender bender with Brad Friedel. Nice. Mum, I tolerate you. Goodbye. That's where I'll end it. You haven't said goodbye to me. Dan woke up one day with now to do Just cracked one out till half past two But then George rang and said you'll never guess he told Dan to dig out some formal dress Matt Rich's weddings this afternoon Won't you be my plus one, that's me and you But I'm like, where's my invite to Rich's wedding? Don't be so tight, it's Matt Rich's wedding Where's my invite Matt to Rich's wedding? I'll stay the whole night Matt at Rich's wedding where is my invite? Matt Rich's wedding. Look, I'll break up the fights at Matt Rich's wedding. Where is my invite? Matt Rich's wedding. I'll whiz through red lights. Matt Rich's wedding. Where is my invite? Matt Rich's wedding. Oh, come on now, for God's sake. Matt Rich's wedding. Now listen here, I'm coming. All right, you promise me. You're not listening. <sighs> well, bloody hell. Looks like I'm not fucking going. Don't it? Hey?